called me a uh, fucking nigger. I didn't nigger. say here. My mother died. I understand that, but you called me a fucking I'm nigger. No, I'm sorry. You weren't sorry when you said it on the phone. I was, listen, there was no, people No, but at home. the end of the day, I a, I and the climate that we live in today, <laughs> society, <laughs> I understand that, but this nigga went to the climate. Me now. I need a room Well, there's the best restaurant next door. No, please, let me hear. My daughter's here. I'm sorry, but... I mean, I was on the phone when you said it. I said, I'm so please. I've been in a, I've had a horrible day. And I today. had a horrible Tell her where it is, bro. Tell her where it is, man. It's, it's above me. She called me a fucking nigger. <laughs> Sir, my grandma just I understand Tell him again. It, but it's above me. Let me, please let me. It's above me. <laughs> Sorry. The best restaurant is next door. Sir, the rest of our family. I understand that, but it's above me. <laughs> she said what she said. I understand that. Uh, she's serious. Yeah, word up. Word up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we are Better Than You Pod. Coming to you again with another episode. And what you heard is Craig No Friday, at Craig No Friday. I'm going to give him a shout out on Twitter. Because he let he let everybody know that's above us and it's above him now. Going back and forth with a, uh, it seems, I guess, a family obviously a white family who reached out and called him a fucking nigger on the phone no, for whatever reason. <laughs> he kind of let them know that it's above him now. and He, he can't do nothing for him. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yo, you can't be disrespectful to somebody, show up there and be greeted by the person that you disrespected and expect for the person to like show you love. Right. I thought it was crazy. I thought it was crazy when the dude was like, um, uh, the climate that we live in. Like, I don't know where he was going with that, but it sounded kind of shot out. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I guess, my, I guess you know, it's the climate. Everybody yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's supposed to be PC. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the climate that we live in. in the <laughs> what the I, fuck? I like it, though. I mean, he, he, was, he, he was, reco- was he recording? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he was definitely. He was, the, yeah, he was, sure. was, he, was he, he had the quagmire face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He even peeked down one time to make sure it was getting everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's wild. But listen, no doubt, no doubt. Let's go around the room real quick. Ant, what's happening? Exactly. Uh, Ve- uh, Vegas Ant. Vegas Ant. Uh-huh. Here we go. <laughs> B, what's good? Everything is good, man. I'm chilling. No doubt, crunch and munch. Joe, what's happening? All right, no, it's all love, man. Let's, let's get it going. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, you know, we're going to get right into it. I actually always say that, but this one we really need to get right into. Um, the Ava DuVernay series, I started called movie, but the series, When yeah. They See Us, about the Central Park Five. Yeah. Um, came out this weekend. I know we all got a chance to see it. Um, there may, I'm sure there's a lot of, most of the people that may be listening to us are aware of it and there probably are some more that may not be aware of it and they're just hearing about it for the first time. Um, I believe it is a series that everyone should watch. Black, white, young, and old. Um, it's very serious. It was a serious situation. It's about incarceration, wrongfully accused, and how the police railroaded some children. But let's get into it deeper. Yeah. All right. So, like, I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. I was shook. Like, I was scared to watch. You know what right. I mean? Like, from the time it dropped, I was like, oh, it's out. And then, and then I got scared. And then on Saturday, or 
yeah, oh no, it was Friday. And Joe was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. And then Joe gets like 20 minutes in and be like, I can't watch this shit now. I ain't going to start my weekend like this. And it made me even more scared. It was like, yo, damn, like, I, I don't know, you know, if I could really do this. So I waited till, till Sunday because Joe wasn't the only person that said that to me. Right. And it was like everybody wasn't getting past like 25, the 25 minute mark. So I was, mm-hmm. I was still, and then when I started, and you see what it was like when you watch, because it was like, yo, they're railroading those kids. And it was just, it was just too much. You wanted to just jump in and save them, but you know you couldn't because you know what was going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. And so it was just like, it was too much. And so when I watched it, and I felt like you did, Alex, I didn't really know enough. I thought it was, I thought it was a movie as well. Like, right. And then somebody told me, it said it was four parts. And I said, four parts? Like, I gotta yeah. watch this. Man, like, it was just, it was, it was overwhelming before I even got to it. And so when I watched it, I couldn't, st- like, I couldn't stop watching it because I knew I would never come back to it. And because it was just compelling content. You know what I mean? It was just a lot there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was, and I'm glad and, I, and I'm going to put it to you like this. I'm glad it was like people like you, um, you know, when we were on the chat, when you were telling me like, yo, you remember this and right. that from it, because like I, I was a little bit too young, you know, you know, you're a little bit older than me. Right. It wasn't, you know, it's not like a huge difference, but right, it was right. a difference enough for where you're understanding. Where, yeah. You were understanding and conscious during that time. And I talked to you and a couple of my other friends about how you weren't allowed to say wilding in certain schools and shit like that, or how, you know, how teachers would go up to you and say, well, what does wilding mean? And, you know what I mean? It was just wild stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it was just, it it brought up a lot, man. Right. I'm gonna say like when I went to when I went to it, it's like, okay, I knew what it was. You know, the story of the Central Park Five that um, five young teams, black teams, and uh, one Hispanic team that got pretty much like y'all said railroaded. They were like in the park when there were a whole bunch of folks in the park causing mayhem because whatever. And it seemed like in the movie that they weren't even a part of like the. The, the bullshit that was going on there, you know? And just watching them get, like, rounded up and, like, seeing them, like, tired as hell after sitting however long they were sitting. And then just the way, like, these cops were, like, trying to get them to go against each other under the, uh, yeah. under the, um, direction of the district attorney. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wait, well, you, stop right there real quick, Joe. Say her name so we could call that coward's name. Linda Fairstein, or Fairstein. Yeah, Linda Fairstein, man. Linda Fuck Fairstein. that lady off top, you know what I'm saying? And it was, like, crazy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to, you know, see how this goes. I was, because, like Brian said, we were, like, a little too young to get that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the time, like, fucking, like, probably first or second graders or, or whatever and shit. I forget yeah, what yeah. the year was. Like, so, it was, so, I, so I knew the story and seeing through the years, but, like, just watching these kids that are like fucking like 14, 15, 16, whatever, just, just getting like railroaded, half crying, just wanting to get the fuck out of there and wanting to go home. And the way their parents like were there, and the shit was just, it was too much. I think I actually got to around like maybe like 38 minutes before I had to turn the shit off because it's like I knew that it was going to be some shit that was going to like get me like enraged because like, like, all of us, like, don't, you don't want to see nobody fuck with children, you know what I'm saying? Why? And especially our children, you know what I'm saying? Children in general, but our children, and it's like, this shit was, it was, it was, uh, it was just too much. And I, I usually don't mind watching things like that. I usually don't because my life has been pretty good, and sometimes I watch this shit yeah. and I realize, like, the real shit that happens to some people, but 
it was just too much. I started thinking about all of the like young boys I know. You know what I'm saying? Like my yeah, godson, yeah. my little cousin, like all all of these folks and my friends' kids. And it's like shit. I'm looking and they the same age or young. It's, it's just too much. Like so, I, I I really can't speak to the whole series because I I didn't watch it. I know the rest of y'all watched it, but I, I couldn't. Oh, okay, you didn't you didn't finish it. I, man, I, I mean, I, I got you. I just, I just want to make sure I understand, minutes, bro. Like, yeah, no, no, and, I got you. In the last fifteen, I was sitting there like gripping my fist, nigga. Like, yo, the like, like where are these people now? You know what I'm saying? Not the, right. not the brothers, but the fucking like, the fucking lawyer, the fucking cops and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and mm-hmm. Like, I'm, am, am I the only one to watch the whole thing? No, we we, we all watched it. Joe's just saying how he, it just it was too heavy. He was just speaking his piece. And I mean, it's logical. I mean, when you when you hear about how these kids got railroaded and these young black boys and they're being coerced and punished and everything else like that, it, it's a it's a lot to record. to deal with more than anything else. The thing that you worry about is like. What was it? So what was that? Almost what, thirty years ago. Uh, yeah, just about. I want to say it was eighty-eight, right? Damn, man, I have everything in front of me except the exact. Um, yeah, okay. but go ahead. I'll, I'll bring it up as you keep talking. No, no, no. Say, let's say 80, 88, 89. So, yeah, so the two thousand nineteen is about thirty years, and and just watching the story, I mean you were just kind of forced to kind of just come to grips with certain things. Like it, it's what made it so powerful is, is the reason why it made it so difficult to watch. Cause you're like, you're watching these lives just get tossed away. You're watching the system railroad, these children take advantage of them, destroy them. But I mean, I saw that and I got that from it. But the one thing I definitely took from it more than anything else is that is like the strength and the power and, that that never give up attitude of black people mm-hmm. because because for each one of them every time they came up for parole they was like you know just got to admit to the crime they were like i'm not doing it i'm yeah, not Cor- doing you talk, it. yeah you're speaking to Corey wise specifically yeah. yeah oh yeah and no and then and then when they had the uh when the other when the other i can't, I, I know their names but i can't remember who played who it was it was the two guys when they when they met and they were at a meeting or something else like that and the guy was like the woman was standing there. She was like, "You need to, you know." Yeah, you're out. talking about um, Yusuf Salam and Kevin. Yeah, yeah Yusuf and, and Kevin. And at that time, they're like, no, "Like, and gladly, like, yeah, I did it just get less time." They're like, "No, I didn't do this. We didn't commit no crime. We didn't do anything wrong. I don't see the problem." Hell, from that point forward, living their lives and trying to get all this shit sorted out it was ridiculous. Like I said, the whole thing about the DA and all this other stuff, they got to get that sorted out. I don't know if there's anything that you can do with her or what repercussion that you might have, but I know yeah. the Spanish kid is asking for it. I know that a lot of people are asking for it now, and it's well overdue. But, I mean, more than anything else, it's, it's a really powerful documentary. And, I mean, Ava did it on the 13th. She's doing it on this. I mean, she's she's really, really great at casting – this light about the inequalities of the criminal justice system and how it really takes advantage of the black bodies every single time. And like I said, that happened yeah. ago and that still resonates now. It's not that it's different. We're thrown off by it. It's just really the sense that like that happened 30 years ago and like 
it's not that far fetched. You can imagine something like that happening right now. Right. Right. Well, um, and, go ahead, go ahead, B. I was gonna say that the Corey story too was yeah. Was just, episode, it was, was so uh, wild, man. Episode three is is is, is the one. I could just oh, say that out front. Like, that was four the one to way. me. Like, it was the four last to me. Was that? I thought three was his yeah. episode, or four was his episode. No, four was his episode. Okay, four yeah, was his episode. Was like, my bad. It was like it, it was like the Corey shit, like, and it was just like so much because um, your Corey Wise, you know what I mean? Yeah, Corey Wise, and he was just dealing with it. At, he he was tried as an adult in an right. adult jail, and it was just like. I like I know fair is a place that they judge pigs. You know what I mean? Like I understand that. But when you look at the justice system and you go to the courts and you see like the the blindfold over the lady and the balancing scales and all the rest of that shit, like you expect something. You know what I mean? You expect something to happen. And it was just like this kid who is who has a developmental disability. You know what I mean? So right. he's not just a kid. So he's sixteen. But he also has a developmental disability. He had a hard time understanding the things that they're saying to him. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And so it was all those th- with all those powers combined, they sent this guy and raised him in jail. And yeah. the only way that he could possibly get out of jail is by saying that he did a thing that he no, knew he, he never did. did. You know what I mean? And to go deep and, and, and to go deep on that, be like to be more specific with Corey Wise, you have to understand he was never one of the five that were even in the park. He was just there to hold this man down. No, nah, he was in the park. Nah, not Corey. Corey Wise was the one that wasn't in the park. He went to nah. hold Yusef down. No, nah, he was nah, in. He, he was in the park. He was in the park. He was in the park. He just wasn't a name. Yeah, he just wasn't a name. Oh, okay. All right. So he just, but yeah. he was the one that went with him. That went with Yusef yeah. to hold Yusef down because he's like, your mom's kill me if I let you go down to the yeah. joint by yourself. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yo, like it, it, it was just, it was, it was wild. You know what I mean? Like that, the Corey story because it was like. He was literally raised in jail because of this woman, Linda Fairstein. You know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. she decided his life and the trajectory of what his life was was to become. And he was getting stabbed in jail, beat in jail. Mm-hmm. He was in solitary confinement for years. You know what I mean? Like it was just a to, to, just to a save himself. Look. Yeah, yeah. To Yo, save and, himself. But, but also initially, initially he was the only one that said, "Yeah, I, I did a rape." And um, it's the first time I did something like that, and I'll never do it again. Because they told him, if you do this, then you go home. Go home. Yeah. And so he just said, "Yeah, me and my friend did it, and then we we, we never would do that again." And and then so he just said it because he thought, "All right, that's the thing that's gonna save everybody." Like he didn't understand. Right. And I don't think that like I, I saw the sister didn't understand. Like if I was a sister, I wouldn't have signed anything. Mm-hmm. The, oh. the father didn't understand. He got scared because mm-hmm. you know he's, he's that's a, a whole and, and, and B, that's the a, only one that was good. The only one that really held it down was Yusuf's mom. You know what I mean? Right. And and people people can say whatever they want to say though because I've heard different things about Yusuf's mom because you know the way that she attacked everything and 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 she acted like her son was better than everybody else. But listen, man, if my son's on trial. Like, if my child is on trial, man, I'm doing everything. And yeah, if I got to separate the child, I'll do that. And if I got to say my child is the one that's innocent, I got to say that. Right, you know what I mean? Right. I'll do you're all trying, yeah, you, you trying to get, you, it's about your, it's about your child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And real quick, but for, I, I, I know I want to say a piece on it, but I definitely want to make sure we mention each person from the Central Park Five name because it does, you know, they do deserve to be named out and called out and honored. Raymond Santana, Kevin Richardson, Antron McCray, Yusef Salam, and Corey Wise. Um, wow. I know I was speaking to it, you know, through through um 
I didn't get into it a lot because, like I said, it, it, it's real. It triggers me because when that happened, I know exactly what I was doing. I know exactly what was going on. I know everything that happened in my neighborhood when that was going on. That was a call to arms for black parents in the neighborhood. My father happened to be the person that was in charge of the, like, the neighborhood watch, neighborhood association. Yeah. He literally went to the police precinct, called in black officers to the house and had all the neighbors at the house in my, wow. in my house and was literally like, no, look, we are implementing a, basically lights. When, when the street lights come on, you need to be in the house, period. And this is like, it didn't matter when it was. It was this was during the entire trial. He just was like, yo, he told all the black cops, if you see, if you see our children, tell them they got to go inside. And he had an agreement with the black cops. Specifically, he went and sought out the black cops in the 113th precinct in Queens and brought them in and said, listen, we don't want no serious situation here. These were cops that my father knew. Let me be more specific. And he gathered all the neighbors, all the parents and said, look, we got to watch out for our kids. Now, as, and I'm, I'm assuming, I'm, I think I was about maybe 12, 13, maybe 14 years old, actually, yeah, about to go into high school. Yeah, and it was, yeah, about the same, basically the same age. And it was like, everybody's looking at that like, yo, that could be my son. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So my pop, my pops heading that up and saying, yo, look, we need our kids in period point blank. If anybody see any kids on the street, get them off the street. So by like 7.30, you know, eight basically it's around 7.30, everybody was in their house. Wow. No, no matter if it was a weekend, no matter if it was... Shit. You could not be outside your house without a parent. That's how, and I'm saying that to say, that's how serious parents took it. And I know if my pops took it that way, they had to be, and I knew there were other neighborhoods going around because shout out to um, um, uh, former Congressman Floyd Flake, um, people like Councilman um, Mr. Blackburn that my father was reaching out to. Like he, I never seen my father that serious about protecting kids and protecting this whole situation. Yeah. He was motivated. And that kind of goes to some of the things we were talking about, how people get involved politically. Yeah whether they haven't aspired to or not, but that, and I didn't think about it when we spoke about it, B, but now that I'm, now that I saw this and I'm going to I'm like, damn, yeah. my pops was politically act. He was active in a way, you know what I'm saying? He was basically a community organizer, yeah. whether he knew it or not. Word. So that, and then watching it affected me in a way, like I got mad, I had tears. The Corey story just got me. Like I was done after that. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I really didn't want anyone to watch it, but I was like, if I came this far, I might as well, I might as well finish it. And the other part of it that I don't think and that I, I'm happy that Ava showed was okay, even though they were innocent, look what happened to them when they came home. Look how you just look how you destroyed families. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look how Antron looked at his pops. You know what I'm saying? Look at she was able to show all those family dynamics excuse me, dynamics, that I thought that was very important. That says, this little domino, this little domino effect yeah. has caused you to, you cause a family split in terms of a split um, in terms of, um, I think, was that Antron's family yeah. with uh, Michael K. Yeah. yeah, that was his family, you know what I'm saying? His father was going through it, not understanding that you had um, Yusef's mom and Corey's mom who were good friends, they kind of split for a minute because of what you were talking about being like they couldn't you know what I'm saying? They weren't really speaking. They really yeah. were kind of button heads and things like that. Fact. There was a lot of dynamics yeah. that she was able she humanized to that. Yes, she humanized yes. people that were being that were being treated and called animals for years, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were literally these were 14 to, to 16 year old ch children that were yeah. called animals in the public for years based on no real evidence. 
You know what I mean? Right. And then they and, and, and they used slang. No DNA. No yeah. DNA. And then the time frames weren't even real. The time frames weren't associated. And the areas and the park where they were right. at weren't even associated. But they right. didn't care about that. This Linda this Linda Ferristine didn't care about any of that. She saw a, you know, background on her. I, I I do not remember exactly what it was, but right before this, she had just she had just got a little bit famous in the in the criminal justice um, arena because she had got a law passed for um, victims of rape. You know what I mean? Right. And so right. this was a hot button thing for her. And so that's why I'm glad Ava, um, Ava DuVernay showed that it was up between her, Linda Fairstein, and another woman on Elizabeth Letterer. Yeah, on, on who would on who would get the who would get the case. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Linda Fairstein fought for that case. And then she invented the, the, the um, she invented a case really because she yeah, wanted she that case because she needed that. It, it was the great, it was the best follow up for her politically to what right. she had already, where she had already been at. So she became like a political hero based on acting like that. And, and, and it's easy to do weaponize her whiteness and demonize these young black children. You can call them beasts and demons and everything. Cause you know what? People will believe it. Right. And the, the, um, to your point, I'm sorry, uh, Joe, let me just get this out for uh, follow up on what B said. She uh, was heading up a nonprofit organization for victim services agencies. Basically, because of that rape child, this is what she went into outside of writing books and going on and doing, yeah. becoming a novelist and everything. She was, uh, she, and I specifically say was for a reason because within last, in the last two hours, I don't know if you saw, she basically, she'll say that she resigned, but we know that they forced her out because everybody's on her ass because of now the truth is out of how she depicted, how she's been depicted. And we're rather the truth, not depicted. Yeah. The facts on what she did are now out. So now she had to step down several, from that several organization. Several organizations, right. dogs. It hasn't been just that one. I, I know I, I know what you're talking about, but oh, okay. it's okay. been through the last couple of days, just the last two days, really. It's been hot. And she just, cause she just, she just um, got off yesterday, I think, or something like that, right? Or like yeah. it was yesterday or two days ago, she just got off yeah, on social media, and but but in the last couple of days, like it didn't immediately happen on Friday, like it just was sparking up on Friday. Cause mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't sending her curse words until about Sunday, well <laughs> Sunday and Monday, because I I didn't see it, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, people were just watching this film, and some people, you know, they can't watch, and that's why I said I yeah. told Joe earlier, I said it was important for you because there's whole articles. Uh, um, for uh, people who just, you know, I'm not ready to watch this and I'm not able to watch this just yet. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's okay too, man, because shit, we know what the fuck this is. This right. is fucked up, man. This is, this is the demonization. This is something, this is when, this is just literally looking at them saying you're not humans. And that's why she named it when, when they see us. You right. know what I mean? Like if the impact of even mm-hmm. the title was important. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then and that's not not to mention how the, the vitriol that was coming from people of note of note in New York, yeah. namely Trump. Yeah. yeah. Who who took out a full page ad full, full page, page ad, ad everywhere yeah. saying bring yeah. back the death penalty for children. Yeah, yeah. yeah for he wanted children. to kill. He a wanted child. to kill yeah. the children. Yeah. And him and Linda Fairstein still maintain that those children are innocent. Yeah. Are, are are guilty, I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They and still make even though those children are guilty. And that's, yeah, go ahead, Joe. And that's something that's like wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fault Trump for being all gun ho about the shit thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think he wasn't like in the mix when they were doing all that bullshit to railroad these children. All he saw was like these kids had raped this woman. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it's presented. But like, I saw said, your point, Joe. But, but like, fuck but Trump. Like, but go ahead. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, I want to. I want him to finish this sentence. Okay, I'll get back to that. No, but but the thing is, it's like, damn, I lost my little train. Of That's my bad. Yeah, but my, my my whole thing is like, so I don't fault him for being on it like that at the time. But when the shit comes out that this was like bullshit. You can't stand next to that. That means that that shows you how trash you are. You know what I'm saying? More than anything. Yeah. That's what I was. Okay. Talking. All right. Yeah. I mean, he took a full page ad out about uh, about bringing back the death penalty to murder um five children. You know what I mean? Who he didn't have any evidence to back this up. Now, you know what I mean? My grandfather used to always tell me this. You know, you can't bring back a life. You know what I mean? And so, for me. I thought he was trash then. I think he was trash then because the bar was so low. Oh, they're black and we think that they're guilty? Okay, but then they must be so. You know what I mean? So fuck that. That's how I look at it. No, I mean, I I think it's something that everybody needs to see. It's something that everybody, I mean, I had to look at it probably by myself to, I I, I mean, I know they always say you don't want to show like this type of emotion from your child, but I wanted to watch it by myself so I could be a, more aware of it, so when I watch it again, I can have more dialogue with my with my son because it was too much emotion, raw emotion, to really point out certain things to him. And I didn't want to. I wanted Alex, to more have a dialogue. Yeah, go ahead. I, I just think something needs to be said. I don't. I don't think we have said this yet. Is that the the reason that these guys got out is because the person that actually right. did it admitted to the crime, and his DNA matched up to the crime. Um, he was walking around in the park. With yeah. the woman's head, with the woman's um, Walkman and headphones, Walkman. Yeah. while the police officers, yeah, while the police officers were arresting all these children on another part of the park, he was walking around with blood all over himself, um, mm-hmm. actually having done the crime. So he was you know a mean? Central Park like, rapist. Like, yeah, it was so a all thing. these factors have actually happened. You know, while so while they was looking at some um, young black man, it was it was a white Hispanic kid on on the other side of town. I mean, Mateus, on the other side of the park, Mateus Reyes. Yeah. And it's just weird that, that Corey had the, I mean, it's, it's kind of poetic justice in a sense, and maybe I'm, I'm only make sure I'm using that term right, because if, no, Cor- if Corey had admitted to the crime and gotten parole, he would have never had that chance, meet it, chance fight with him uh, when it was at, I believe. Yeah, but was, did that uh, really happen, though? Because I, I, I need to look it up, because I was researching a lot of things, and that was one thing I never researched. Well, I didn't know. the one thing, I didn't research it, but when I saw the, I saw the original documentary, and I saw Corey Wise, in his own words, describe it. He didn't describe oh, okay. it exactly that way, but mm. it was he. It, he did say out of his own mouth was that I was getting it shaky with a dude at another spot. Then I seen him at the other jail, and I thought we was going to get it shaky. And he was like, "And I don't know." He's and I'm talking this way because this is how he was portraying it. He said, "I don't know what happened." He said, "Dude must have had a come to Jesus moment because he came to me and told me that I know y'all didn't do that." It was me that did that. And he said, once I found that out, he said, you know, he said that he went to action. So that's the part that probably yeah. needs more research is how it got yeah. from point A to Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, in the, in the um, series, is depicted. And I, I think we should probably maybe ride with Ava and say that she probably did her research. That more She did a great job. Because, yeah. because I, I went back and, and, and I can't lie, like I literally, I watched all the videos on everything that they had on these boys. I watched their their confession tapes that they had. I watched all that shit. So she did a really great job of all the things that we could actually see. Right. And even the ca- the casting I thought was excellent across the board. Yeah. 
yeah. From the from Linda Fasting all the way down to the young when they were younger to when they were older. Like I believed I was watching an actual live, like you know what I'm saying. I would believe I was actually watching things happen in real time. You know what's poetic justice though, um, Alex. That the woman that played Linda Fairstein is in jail now. Yeah. <laughs> Felicity Huffman. <laughs> Felicity Huffman. <laughs> that, now that's poetic justice. And I tell you now, when I tell you, seeing that she was playing the, um, that she was playing the, uh, the prosecutor. That was the first thing Joe said. That got me. That got me through a little bit. That, that got me as far as yeah. Like, All right, yeah, that bitch going to jail though. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. And right. I mean, yo, shout out to Ava because, like you said, there've been documentaries and a whole bunch of things that these right. um, my brothers were exonerated. You know what I'm saying? And Linda Fairstein was still out here getting everybody money. She wrote about 26 books. I think one just came out this year. You know what I'm saying? And it took Ava depicting her the way that she did in that in this um, yeah. limited series to have people have like that like fucking vitriol for this fucking evil ass woman, you know what I'm saying? And you know, that just shows the power of media, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you do a good job. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You know, unless unless make sure we end on a high note. I mean a lot of it yeah, is real yeah. heavy. And again, um we everybody should watch it whether you watch it with your children at the same time or whether you watch it yourself and then bring your children into it, you all, everybody needs to be, everybody needs to see this. And again, and, and I, I want to be emphatic about it, whether you white, black, young or old, you need to see it. Maybe it touches you. Maybe you do finally get to see us and what we talking about and what's going on out here beyond what you might see on the screen. And then maybe look at, all these police shootings that are going on and maybe think that maybe some of these things are corrupt to see how Linda Farstein, you know, basically created that story as B said into what it is and where we are today. But let's make sure that we say this does end with them getting suing the city and getting $41 million, you know, restitution. But obviously money is nice and it's cute, but those brothers lost their lives. Some of them lost their families. You can't, you can't get your family back. As yeah. you saw with as you saw with um Raymond Santana, like how he came home and it was just wow. you know what I'm saying? It's just you gotta watch it. I don't you know what I'm saying? We we talked we talked about it. Um, but there's still so many things that we left out that we could probably even come back, you know, Facts. Do, we could literally yeah. do an hour on this. <laughs> there's a lot, yeah. Alone. But we weren't prepared, know, we just came through, but you know what I mean? There's a lot that Yeah, because yeah. I'm really talking more for motion than what um because that's it's just I'm even getting hot thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but definitely go check it out. Salute to Ava because you did your thing. Like I, I, I have no, I don't feel like she left out anything. I don't. I feel like yeah. everything, the single thing I saw was the truth, and nothing yeah. but the truth. So salute to Ava. You know what I'm saying. Okay. And that, mo- I think we, I think we should take a break real quick and then come back. And okay. Come back. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yo, y'all ever have like a um? You ever go to the friend reunion, and you have like that? You have like that uncle. That every time he come around, everybody like, damn, here come Uncle So and So. Everybody hot, everybody hot, everything. Everybody try to ignore him. He always come around. Look out there now. That's what it seems like Donald Trump is doing over there in the UK. <laughs> he ain't getting no more welcome. He's got a lot of protesters out there. He's just running his mouth, and you know what I'm saying. Even though he's receiving, you know, had the state dinner with the uh, outgoing Prime Minister Theresa May and the Queen. You know, he's out there. It seems like he's out there prodding some of the protesters as well. It's like, 
he's out there and, and the dignitaries are being, you know, cordial to him as they should and being professional, but the people are like, nah, bro, you gotta go. <laughs> hey yo, I ain't gonna lie. The dignitary's been joining the protests a little bit. Yo. What? Yo, England, yo, England has not been hiding. Like honestly, literally, like they've been drawing like dicks with Trump's name on it and shit <laughs> like that. Like in in on on fields and shit. Like they have a whole. They built a whole statue in the middle of London with like him sitting on a toilet, oh, the tr- um, the Trump tweeting and the, shit. The, uh, yeah, on, on a golden toilet, toilet yeah. tweeting. Yeah, they they got oh, they in the middle of London. They're they they have um UK's approval ratings of presidents, and they have Barack Obama seventy two percent, Donald Trump twenty one percent, and they're projecting it so that Trump can see it every day. Like they're doing shit like that. Like like England is not playing around with this dude Trump, man. They got they put you know how I don't know if you heard the story about how um Donald Trump requested that the the um USS um, John McCain was removed when he went to go speak to to um, members of the Navy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, that happened. Okay, that just happened last week, right? Well, guess what? London does. London <laughs> projects a big, a big a uh, 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 sign of the USS John McCain, <laughs> so that every time Trump wakes up, he sees this shit. Like London doesn't fuck with this dude <laughs> at all, yo. Like. And and the Queen and them don't fuck with him either because they're sitting there talking about yeah we got um what what did they say um we're we're um we're re- redecorating or, or or doing some kind of shit right and them niggas got like like fifty four rooms or some shit so they just not fuck they don't want him there oh you saying they didn't let you know him mean? stay in the palace nah nope. they let you know what I mean they. It's just some it's just some wild shit like like they just don't really fuck with him and it's a sign of where we're at as a society um, with under this president and people can say what they want, but really it's just about the world looks at us as we're stupid for voting for him. We've fallen back from, um, from our place in the world as, as, as the great shining uh, hope, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we just look funny under the light. We look kind of a little bit silly. We we're ruining all of our, all of our allies, we're ruining those. And then our enemies, they don't like us even more. We look stupid to them and silly. We're spending money for no reason. You know what I mean? We're, we're, um, we're fighting uh, stupid ideas and thoughts against, like, uh, against things like, like old China. And now we have tariffs and shit. Like, with tariffs, is nothing but a fucking tax on us, on the people. You know what I mean? So everything we do just looks real dumb. And it's all under Donald Trump. Right. And, and not to mention, he's also been, you know, snubbed by... Who most people think are going to be the next prime minister, Boris Johnson? He he had no interest. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, I mean, he can't. It would it would be horrible politically. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, him, yeah. Like, like Trump is a joke, and it's like yeah. I, I like the the Trump baby uh, balloon. Yeah, the balloon buster. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, like yeah. the busting. I like the fact that the balloon was there. I mean, I think the person that busted it was a was a Trump supporter. Oh, okay. Whatever. That's what oh, I mean. okay. And, um, nah, I mean, part of it, I think it is like, you know, I don't know if they're making fun of America as much as like standing with the rest of us in America that know this dude is trash. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a combination of both. But, I was about to say they're they're definitely making fun of it, and not to cut you off, and I, I apologize for that, but it's just that I've been talking to a couple people in London, just like literally to or England, just literally today, and they're, they're making fun of America. No, they are, but they're making fun of America. Like you know what I mean? It is. But go ahead. Well, no, I mean, I mean, if you say that's what it is, then that's what it is. And I mean, it's crazy. It has like 
I, I don't know any like history has England like you know since we got independence and shit and war. Think it's beef? <laughs> have they have they ever like really had like serious beef with us in like the last? Like, nah, they've been this like is Trump. Shit. No. This is nah, true. They've been, yeah, they've been under us, man. They're, yo, England is soft, you know what I mean? Like, 100%. God, I ain't gonna yeah. lie, you know what I mean? Like, them niggas would never say, they like, they, they're like um, the overseas Canada. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just do whatever we say. During, yeah. If you look, like, they'll follow us in any war we say go to. I was they'll they'll join any you. treaty. I yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna go to. I just didn't want to. like, hard as hell. Yeah. Get folks down. It's like, all right, we got England in pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally that's bad. it. He, he riding. <laughs> like, that's it. Like you know what I mean? They just they are suckers for real. And so now <laughs> they not really are suckers though right now because now the whole world gets to look at us like, oh, these dudes is lemons. Like like they're literally going around saying like, okay, but now we know how stupid Americans are. You know what I mean? Like like they would think, all right, well before they would blame it be oh, oh it was the president. You know what I mean? Like when it was when it was Bush and it was George W. And and they said, oh, this is a little stupid stuff. It was like, all right, this is the, it, it was George Bush is, is a stupid president, or whatever. He just dumbed out. And then you know Tony Blair followed because you know whatever he was he was just a, he was just weak at the time, right? Now they look at us as stupid because we literally voted in the reality TV star. Like you have to understand how people look at this guy. He hasn't said anything smart. To anybody who's smart, he hasn't said anything smart. And so, and he hasn't done anything smart. And so we just look ridiculous. <laughs> My bad. I'm, I'm actually Trevor Noah. We should, at some point, we should, we should definitely watch the Trevor Noah rant on this. It's hilarious. But, I mean, it's up to, I mean, he's over there. They protesting him. I'm, I'm hoping that this has a fallout effect. Again, elections are coming up. So we, we, we all going to make our voice heard. We know what it is. We yeah. know what's going on. We definitely going to make our voice heard. Um, on to Scissor and Sephora. <laughs> um, I caught one of this story, too. I think I put it in our group chat. And basically, Scissor was out shopping in Sephora, shopping in Sephora. And she was actually trying. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know this, but she was actually out there trying to buy some Fenty products. And she and um, mm. let's just call her uh, uh, Sandy Sephora, as she called her, was mm. didn't know who she was, wasn't aware who she was. But th- I mean, that's actually irrelevant. And, I, and I'm saying that on purpose because she wasn't doing anything suspicious. She was shopping yeah. just like anybody, just like my wife or anybody's girlfriend yeah, would yeah. be shopping in Sephora. And wow. she was accused of, well, security was called and she was accused of stealing. And SZA and if anybody knows her attitude, she gave her, she gave her, the, she gave her the business, and she wow. literally said, "What a bitch got to do to buy some Fenty out here?" <laughs> Basically, went back and forth, let Sandy Sephora know her feelings, and walked out. Then she took to Twitter, and she called them out. And I'll just read from her Twitter. Mm. She said, "Laughing my ass off, Sandy Sephora location six fourteen Calabasas. Called security to make sure I wasn't stealing. We had a nice long talk. You have a blessed day, Sandy." And so, and on top of that, when she when she put that out there, uh, Rihanna actually sent her some fancy stuff so she would have to be bothered. But we, it's it's amazing that still today, it's regard it's irrelevant that it's Calabasas that we still going no, through the no, same thing. No, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's not. It's not amazing today because it's like this game. You can I could go into a grown ass man in my work clothes and shit. If I go in like mm. the right fucking like. 
before you jump into action, make sure the niggas got shit they're about to put in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or That's make sure they're not fucking famous, like fucking yeah. Grammy nominated touring all over the fucking country and probably the world. That's the all real facts. fucking training and shit because, yeah. you know, they can show them a video saying, hey, just because somebody's black or brown doesn't mean they're going to rob us. You know, so they show that shit in the real yeah, shit. Yeah. like, yo, just watch who the fuck you do because we don't want to have to do this shit no more. I wonder how the, I know sure. I wonder how that works for the Sephora's that are in the hood. Like the one you know what I'm saying? Like how does I just work? told you. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying how does the, Yeah, I but I'm just saying go to them. <laughs> I mean, no, but that's what I'm saying. How you feel as a black employee, if you're saying you in Wakanda oh, okay. and you was all black employees, they gotta sit there and watch a video about how to deal with them. That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you, yo. I I I'll put buddy that they probably ain't gonna be doing that shit. <laughs> like you could tell like yo, yo, like let me be real with you. Like it's not like that out here. It's different, you know what I mean? And so they they probably would be like, all right, well, we ain't gonna be doing no shit like that. So right. we'll do some other shit. You know what I mean? They're gonna crazy. order some chicken and shit. They're gonna have yeah. Like, Shut the fuck up. Make some Drake. Nah, I'm just saying. They're gonna have, they, 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 they go yeah. But they're not gonna do it. They're probably not gonna trust me. Like I like I you know I don't know for a fact, but like I know. You know what yeah. I mean? They ain't gonna be doing no shit like that. Yeah, that's that just sounds and, crazy. But yeah. salute to Scissor. Well, go ahead, Joe. You about to say Like you mentioned, they took a uh, page out of Starbucks. Uh, uh, yeah. Book, you know, doing that, and we all remember when uh, those brothers got. Uh, did they get arrested? They got arrested. Yeah, they, they, they got, got arrested. Arrested just for being in the mm. Starbucks and someone thinking they look mm. suspicious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's it's and, all like. It it's all comes down to like bullshit, you know what I'm saying? It all it all comes down to like showing off some shit for like you know for like the public. Like I don't know about Scissor's relationship with Sephora. I guess she shops there because you know that's where ladies will shop for their beauty. Because of Sephora, yeah, and they, yeah. Beauty, yeah. they like perfume and all that shit. I don't been there, so I don't get shit. But it's like. Is she part of their family? Like, they made it seem like, oh, you're part of the Sephora family because you spend money and all of this shit. Yeah, well, she's famous, dogs. You gotta yeah, think. Yeah, she's famous. And I mean, right. that's what it comes down to. Hopefully and so is Rihanna. And don't get it twisted. The Rihanna connection to all of this matters. And if Rihanna is showing her respect, right. you know what I mean? Right. Rihanna is a huge have, driver. Because the to. only way that you can spend, the only way that you can buy Fenty Beauty is going to the Fenty Beauty website or go to a Sephora. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've seen this. I've seen this T-shirt, man. And y'all yeah, keep on thinking about buying this shit, but I don't know. But it says, "Yo, they want our rhythm, but I'm, but not our blues." You know what I mean? And like that's mm. what it is, yo. They want that Rihanna rhythm. You know what I mean? But they don't want it. You know what I mean? They don't want to deal with the blues, man. And that's what it is, man. Yeah. And, and, and just to just to put a cap on that, I was look, I was actually reading some more of the story, but Sephora says they actually have been. Listen to this. So Forrest says they had actually actually already been planning to do this one hour shutdown to talk about diversity. In, in, in lieu of, you know, regardless if SZA walked in there or not, they just <laughs> literally they called it. Let me give you the let me give you the campaign. It's called "We Belong to Something Beautiful," which is meant to outline the brand's commitment to championing diversity and self-expression. 
And they said, so that's what they said. They said they we have been planning to do this no for over six months. However, it does reinforce why belonging is now more important than ever. The company had been planning the one-hour workshop for 16,000 employees for more than six months. There's no way you were shutting down Sephora midday or whenever so that you can have, so you can shut down store and shut down sales to have a one-hour. Come on, man. Stop it. Sir. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Fucking sister actually like uh did like a little modeling, a little ad for um the Fenty Beauty like a year or so back. So that's like oh, that SZA did? SZA, yeah. Oh, so then that. that goes to what Alex was saying uh-huh. then when they said they're a member of the family. And, oh, and okay. SZA wrote yeah. um what was that dope ass album that Rihanna had? Um Oh yes, yeah, she was on the she, oh, she was all, on Anton. Oh yeah, she, she was she on Anton. I think she I don't know if she wrote the whole thing, but I think she 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 might have wrote the whole thing consideration. I love that song off of Anton. So I mean you fuck yeah. with y'all caught the wrong one and shit. Buying yeah, oh, yeah. shit all the way so far. Oh yeah, shit. Rihanna had to send her a, a, a whole package. Nigga, I want yeah. I want Fenty Beauty to diss me one day so I can get a whole nah. package from and my you, feed. You know what I mean? Word, word up, man. And you know, you know she made a phone call. Well, if, I, if I feel like I know, if she made a phone call, somebody from Rock Nation that represents her made a phone well, call. Yes, I don't think SZA <laughs> would probably do all that like that. You know what I mean? No, no, not SZA. I'm yeah, saying yeah. on the from the fin- from the Rihanna side. Yeah, she made oh, a phone yeah, call, yeah. or somebody from from her management, Rock Nation, definitely. Oh, all made a phone facts, call. everything. Let's get this yeah, in line. Yeah. This can't <laughs> especially the way that 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 Rihanna is smoking right now when she's in yeah. LVMH. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Nah, Woo! nigga, you can't be on the bottom line. Fucking <laughs> yeah. with me, you know what I mean? Because now Sephora is under her now. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Like they, she's at she's at a, a top level. She can't be worried about all this shit. Y'all gonna be fucking up down here? Nah, Word fix up. that. You know let's what talk mean? about let's talk about a queen, black excellence. Speaking Word. of black excellence, let's get into Hove. Hovey's home Hove. hits the Billy Mark for that chatty chatty y'all been doing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean we I think we we, we kind of been waiting for it. We didn't know. I, I mean, me personally, I didn't know. I, I kind of was on the side. I thought it was gonna be tough first, but. You know, it's it's, it's whole or Dre, yeah. Nah, I mean, Dre hit it. Dre hit it though. No, Dre no, hit it no, when no. He no. They saying Dre did. Oh, he never hit it. It's, no, here's the thing. They saying when Dre did. Okay, you know, break it down. You know when all that shit happens, whenever they do like a big deal and people start yeah. reporting how yeah. much money people got. Everybody knows yeah. when Beats got sold to Apple, and uh, before we even got the official word, Tyrese was like film was filming niggas partying and crip walking the Dre yeah, house. Yeah. He's a billionaire, <laughs> so it's like. They sell whatever, and then it's like, okay, you get this much money. But apparently, it never really added up to him being to a billion dollars. It's kind of like the same thing when folks was like, yo, Beyonce just made $300 million off of Uber. When it's like, oh, <laughs> right. No, she didn't. She made uh, real, she made like 50, 60, 70. She made money. You know? Yeah, it was a grip, though. Was a grip, you know what I mean? But yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. whole thing with Dre, because I did a whole bunch of like research and just to double check. Like, right. Didn't Dre hit that? And it's like, nah, but like you said, I, yeah. I thought it would be Puff, but yo, shout out to all of the shit that Hove is doing. You know what I'm saying? Puff, Puff papers up. Yo, like, um, listen, man, it, 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 yo, this was Jay's gold, man. Jay was a numbers guy. Everybody else was doing whatever, whatever, you know what I mean, working with their business, whatever. Jay wanted to have more money than anybody else. And if, when you look at when they break down the assets that he had to get to this point and, and, and the way it separated, it literally makes sense. It was almost like, okay, this just, darn, this just seems like a smart plan. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing outlandish about the Jay Billion. He just diversified well. You know what I mean? And it was, and because he wanted it. 
because he wanted that billionaire. And so he's the first rapper to hit a billion. And you had like the That's breakdown it. of how they said he did it. Exactly what the yeah is floating around a lot. I mean, it was yeah. Well, it was I, I got it. I don't, we I don't actually, have it in front actually, of me. I have it in front of me. I mean, I'll grab it in okay. a second. We I actually had an interesting conversation about it because we were kind of going back and forth about it when they, especially when they got to his um breaking down his property. So I'll just let me just go down the list real quick. So this is the breakdown. I don't want to say it's the official breakdown, but this is the breakdown that you're talking about, Joe, that's been going around. $310 million in Armand... Not Armadale. No, no. Ace of Spades, basically. And I bought somebody a bottle that shit cost me $350. Yeah, Joe, you rich. Like <laughs> Who would you buy a bottle of that shit to, God? I don't even know. Yeah. It. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, we move on. My bad, yo. I didn't even do that. Two hundred, two hundred and ten million in cash and investments. Yo, Joe, cut that out. The cut that out. The episode, guys. <laughs> all right, go ahead. A <laughs> hundred million in Duce, a hundred million in title, seventy-five million Rock Nation, seventy-five million music catalog, seventy million art collection, fifty million real estate. I want to talk about yeah. the real estate for a second because maybe you maybe you guys can bring something to the light because I was having a conversation in the group text okay. and I was talking about the real estate and I was like, something's not right with the real estate because either, and, and we obviously don't have the real numbers. We're just going off kind of what we may see they purchase or what they have. So I was like, it's only $50 million in real estate, but when you look at what Hove purchased, like Hove, Hove well, let me say this most, Hove and B Purchased the most expensive house in LA County ever. Yeah, I think it was like 88, 88, 88, 88, yeah, 88 mil. And then they bought the house in the Hamptons for 26 mil. Then they got the, um, I forgot. Yeah, but then she, that doesn't count, you know. They, right, no, but it does count. If you're talking about what they counted, nah, it does but, count. But here's the thing. What? One thing I, okay. what, I was talking to Brian, he no, was I'm talking confused. about that Forbes likes to be, uh, they yeah. like to be really like uh, what, what's the word? Yeah, they're, they're they're the paper of record. They're they're the they're the paper of record for the right. for for this for the finances. So they're more conservative with the numbers than anybody else would be. So it's that. right, and but that's also, where that's what you got. But that's also, the but ahead, also Joe. you got to think with the property. These right. folks still got Beyonce on some kind of list, so they might not just give all of that purchase yeah. to Jay. They may split that shit in half. Right, right. And that's what I that's what I thought. But if you're splitting it 50 50, 88 mil, that's 40. And we don't know how much they put down and all that. You know what I'm saying? Just but I don't, I don't, to... I didn't even look at it like that. I, I actually looked at it as commercial. Um, when they put real estate, I, I, I thought, it, I thought it was all commercial. I thought assets. that, I didn't consider I, I thought that, I thought that'd be, then I looked at, then I read okay. the entire Forbes article. They literally okay. are only listing okay. his homes. Oh, like I, yeah. I read, I read oh, from okay. it. Cause I have out, cause it was a, it was a big thing. We were going back and forth trying to figure it all out. Right. It was like right. Jay-Z's steadily growing kingdom is expansive and compensating li- liquor, art, real estate. And then they go on. This is from the Forbes article, specifically the state homes in Los Angeles, the Hamptons and Tribeca. And then they show a picture of the home of the $50 million home and then the $26 million home in the Forbes article. So that's why I was okay. like, wait, something's not right. And I get we I, get, I understand we don't have all of the numbers. So they definitely they'll well you know they'll put it out. Um, first off, they they will. It just you know it's too soon, right? Um, because we're just getting the thing, but they're gonna put that out. But number two is is that um, yeah. Then then what you guys are saying is correct, and they're just splitting it up with Beyonce clearly. Yeah, I, I gotta say like it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying that, that Jay Z hit this billion, and I'm looking at it like. 
a good four hundred something million of it is liquor. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. owns like, and and that's the, that's the shit that that's the shit that I love. Like, he was pumping that Ace of Spades really hard. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. And, right. and you got people that pump these brands of liquor like really hard. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them, they you feel like, oh, so and so own this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But they really just they might have some equity. Yeah, or they might they be being paid to be a spokesperson, or maybe both. Right. But they right. say that Jay owned that a hundred percent, three hundred million off champagne that he Whoa. owns himself. They said that he owned it a hundred percent. I don't know if that's the truth, but that's what I heard. That's what nigga. I mean. The Jay story, the Jay story is stupid. <laughs> like you go from like I'm I'm in Brooklyn and Marcy in the projects, right? I'm selling crack. You know what 60 I mean? State Street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dealing with bunch. Yeah, like end up. Yeah, that was that was Jay at at at, at what he would have thought probably would have been his height when he was hit State Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he was in the projects when he started out, then he makes a little bit of money and starts fucking with Dehaven and them. Then moves to, to State Street. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just selling crack, and then he just starts making music and becomes like this. You know what I mean? It's hip hop legend, and then it's just like now all of a sudden he's a billionaire, and all in in every level, you would have never predicted him, or that or any person with his resume to get to the next level. There's no level that he's ever been out where you would have said, "Oh, you're going to get to this next level." Even even leaving the projects, selling crack, and moving to State Street, like even you know what I mean? Even and there's no level. You know what I mean? And, and but every level that he's defied every single idea that you would have had about somebody. And I hate that you keep doing this, but it goes back to what we were saying, man. You keep profiling us. You know what I mean? You keep saying we belong in this box and we're going to stay there. Like it could have been just as easily Jay-Z seen as an animal and locked up in the central for the Central Park, whatever, or for some some wild thing in Brooklyn. Right. And he could have just as easily been locked up and we would have never heard of him. But we did right. end up hearing about him. And so that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times these, these police, they, they lock people up. And I hate to just keep going here, but it, this is where my mind is at this whole, this whole time talking, right? Nah, it relates. They'll, 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 they'll lock people up, man. And it could be the next person that's going to um, cure AIDS or, or cure cancer. You know what I mean? Or you don't never know what these people are going to do. They're going to invent a new way to communicate with the people, to uh, high-speed rail. You know what I mean? You never know. But they're just locking these people up because they look at them and they say, oh, you have melanin in your skin and you're from this area, so you're never going to be anything. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, yo, Jay defied that, man. Jay is the dude. And that's why that shit matters, man. I'm glad Jay got this billion, man. Fuck y'all. Spit in his face. Man, I, 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 love, I, just, I, I just love how he did it. I'm saying, like, I don't know how much he was worth when like Rockefeller broke up and shit. You know what I'm saying? And he took that little job at Def Jam and did this, that, and whatever. I don't know what he was worth yeah. then, but then just looking at the book. He told you. 100 million more and turn my son into the 100 million boy. Yeah. That's Blueprint. 100 and that million. That was only on 100 million. Mi- I was about to say, that was only 100, 100 million, million on Blueprint in 2001. And which is you, on, which is actually on Apple now. Yeah, I'm you, happy about that. Go ahead. Yeah, it's back. It's on. Now, I mean, and I look at it, and I'm look the hundred million off the title, seventy five off the Rock Nation, and that's not even all music. That's they got their sports and all that mm-hmm. over there, and in the music catalog, like if you just add those three things up, that's a quarter. Yeah. That's a quarter billion. You know what I'm saying? Which right. means this man, 
made the right investments and the right moves to get three times what he did off of the music, which we know him for, to hit right. that billion. And the ill shit is, like they say, he's the fifth, only the fifth like black billionaire in America. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And he's probably the most Facts. well known besides Oprah. I mean, because hell. And the billionaire from Marcy and the way they got my back. Robert, Robert Man, Smith threw his hat in the ring when he went to town. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I did not know the brother Robert Smith, but he's the richest black person in America. It's my mom knew him, yo. Like, my mom was really putting me on because he was working at. Um, at, at Bell Labs when she was working there and the same thing. He had just, you know, he was, you know, they he, they were treating them all crazy because he invented some some shit, you know what I mean? Or whatever, but yeah. I mean, you got I mean, that, I mean, thing. Like, you the richest. Like, you know, shout out to your moms for being up on game. Like, hey, yeah. Oprah, then you got Jordan off of all of them goddamn sneakers and shit. And then you got some dude, David Stewart. I have no idea who this David Stewart cat is. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I have no he idea who David Stewart is. Three billion dollars, and it seems like a lot of it came from tech. So I mean, okay, shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think Jay Z the fifth one there, and he did it his. And he did it with hip hop, yo. Hip-hop. You know what I mean? Fuck all, fuck everything that everybody else said. First off, Jay Z worked real hard. He was a for real hustler, and he did it with hip hop. And you could you could say whatever you could use you could say like he diversified it into this and that. If it wasn't for hip hop, man, come on, man. Jay Z did that shit with hip hop. Because at the top, that's fucking at the top, that's fucking three hundred off of that three hundred million, that three hundred ten million off of the champagne. Mm-hmm. I remember when Jay was like, "Fuck Chris Stout," you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. He changed he the narrative. He, was, he made everybody. He was Chris Stout everywhere, yo. He was buying Chris. He was drinking Chris Stout everywhere. And then, and then he the just owner, went into the... Yeah. Nah, then the owner, Cristal, came out and said he really didn't like the fact that they promoted it. That's why he went... That's why he right. left. But um, just let me just give a little bit of background. He bought a, a stake in it when in the uh, Champagne when it first started in 2004. Mm-hmm. And then he completely bought them out in 2006. Yeah, in yeah. 2006. So he is the... So I just wanted to make, you know, give the fact that he make is the sole, yeah. you know, owner. He owns that. <laughs> you know that brand, so that's right. that, that's dope. That's dope. That that I mean, that's black excellence at the top. Yo, you know Aunt, what I'm you, yo, Aunt, how do you feel about the brother Jay cracking the billion, bro? I think it teaches kid to to learn to fail often. There's nothing wrong with it. He became successful yeah. because a lot of ventures just didn't pan out. I mean. I mean, we had Rockaway, but it didn't go anywhere. And he tried different ventures. He was a president of Def Jam. He just kept trying different hats. He kept, he kept growing. He kept pursuing. He kept trying to do different things. So you got to be proud of what he's done. I mean, you, if you just disregard the number and you look at all these avenues of life that he's branched out into and all these different entities and different businesses, like I said, he, he's an art collector. He, he, he has his own champagne. He has his own, well, he has his own sport, sports sports business he he had a piece of the brooklyn nets he just keeps trying different things he's never yeah. standing still it's always different avenues and he's and if, if anyone's going to learn anything from it, it's like whatever your place is in life doesn't necessarily be or need to be the place where it is you can go wherever you want to you have to just try these things and, and you know sometimes you're going to fail it i mean sometimes it's not going to work out and it, it might not be the best thing but you just got to keep trying just keep swinging and not saying that you're going to be a billionaire, but just, you know, expand your world. Like I said, you, you started saying that, you know, he's a crack yeah. dealer from Austin. Now he's a billionaire. If, yeah. if he said that he was going to get to that point, you're lying. No one could see that. Yeah. 
But let, but let, just like you said, no, no one can see no one can see the light with these say, other kids still. I'll say this, man. What Aunt just said was was brilliant. First off, with your children, and I, I say this to to people all the time. You know what I mean? So I'm glad he actually said this because I didn't even relate that to this. But allow your children to fail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Give them as many opportunities to, uh, as possible to fail, and then they'll find out what they're like. I just thought that it was wild that he said Rockaware failed because what the fuck is Ant talking about? Rockaware definitely did not fail. But everything else he said was brilliant. Absolutely. Y'all hating on the lawsuits and all that, bitch. Yeah, like the fuck? <laughs> Rockaware nah, owned the industry for Aunt, a while. Aunt, I don't know why Ant said that. He know he got Rockaware yeah. in the well, closet right yeah, now. Yeah, like I don't know what Ant said. Nah, 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 Ant was brilliant. Yo, nah, let, let, me, let, shit, let me shoot Ant. Let yeah. him flow. Nah, it was brilliant. Pretty much yeah. like, you know, Rockaware was a thing. It was a fad. It, it wasn't popping. They made their money off that, though. They made their bread. That's and what think, clothes think, is. And I, no, all and I, fashion. No, no. And I think Ant pretty much just mentioned that to say how diversified Jay-Z is and how yeah, like, yeah, everybody yeah. has clothing <laughs> lines. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had a hey, little liquor they were sponsoring. This dude we going to call Joe the pen. Yeah, because he'll co-sign anything Ant said. Nigga, that no, nigga he was trash for saying that. <laughs> no, he won't. No, he will not. <laughs> no, he will not. I'll be having your back more than anybody in this motherfucker. He do, yo. Ant, don't be having your back, guy. Don't fuck with me, man. Yo, don't be having your back, guy. <laughs> my, my whole point is that you failing just try again if you're going to. No, gonna, you were right. It, it, like, you like, were yeah, because right. like, like, like I said, we're talking about clothes. Like, Everyone loves yeah. Beyonce. That the house of Darion didn't go anywhere. She just she tried Oh, now Beyonce fails. Right now, I've never seen anybody fail as much as Beyonce. I don't even know why she's an icon still. All everything that what she tried fuck? outside of making a song, <laughs> oh, it's fucking is a failure. I, you know, I, his I, name, I, his I, name I, is I, Brian. It's no, no, nah. Never mind, yo. Cut that out. The hive is on. Hey, yo, yo, Joe, when you post this, you make sure you put the. You put nah, the B symbol nah, nah. there. You put the B, the little bump, the little bumblebee thing next to his name. Hey, yo, God, I don't even want to make that a clip, though. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, yeah. do not make yo, this a clip. Hey, look, 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 Joe. And he live in Wakanda? They're going to kick you yo, out, yo, bitch. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this a clip. And I'm going to use the Beyonce picture when she was. Oh, man. I'm going to use the pick when Beyonce was playing the game. And fucking Cadillac records, and she was on her. Nah, yo, the Beehive is yo. They activated. I should have known better. Yo, my bad. You know what? I was just joking. I just be playing. You know what I'm saying? Me and Beyonce, we cool. I'm part of the Hive. Yeah, I mean, we show love with the Ivy Park and Adidas deal. I think that's uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, we was back there. Yo, I said that, and I think Brian still believe. I think you know Adidas didn't fall down. Yo, but yo, we gonna we gonna pause on that black excellence and come right back. Word up. That's Claudie B's new song, new single, Press. It has a great cover. I know that much. I love that cover. That's going around the jails heavy right now. <laughs> Go take a look. They running that around. They running that picture around the jails heavy. Um, new single pressure just that I, you know, you I was talking on about it. the jails. Nah, it is that's that picture's going around the jails. They know what it is, she know what it is too. Um, 
I was listening to the song. I know we talked about it quick in the group chat. I was like, uh, the song is okay, but it's the hook that got me. I'm not, you know, I'm not going crazy yeah. over it. But it's, in, you know, it's only, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's only like two minutes, two, yeah, about oh, two and a half man. minutes long. So it's going to go off and, and mix shows and in the club because it's short. It has a, it's perfect, you know, perfect short record for radio. And that hook is, the hook is hard. I mean, everything else is kind of, right. but the hook is hard. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, that shit go. To me, man, for these young niggas, you rock that in the club, man, for a couple of minutes. It was, it, it's like when Wild for the Night used to come on. Mm, Wild yeah. for the Night. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, that, that shit, like that. That press, press, press. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you ain't gonna really look at You're not, you don't know the lyrics. Nah, that shit really hope, heavy, yeah. like, nothing like that. But, but it's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's enough to get you hype and all the rest of that. But also, something wrong. you brought up, though, Alex, man. Yo, all right, yo, it probably the, the picture probably gonna go around the jails, but yo, Cardi been looking good as hell yeah, lately, yeah. And, and it's like, what how, what? how did yo like what baby weight? You know what I mean? Is it is it money? Is it something it's like it's something? Because now it's money, yo, but it's also dropping the baby weight too. You know what I'm saying? Like she's got dogs. Got I'm not talking about it. Wasn't about weight and all the it's rest the of that. Money. It was a lot of shit. Cause now yo, Cardi, like I seen her yesterday, like it was like. 10, 11 o'clock, and I was like, God damn, like, you, like, make you want to call somebody, you feel me? Like, yo, like, yo, Cardi, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, it's like, yo, like, out of nowhere, because you, it used to, Cardi used to not be that, you understand what I'm saying? I don't know what she been doing, you know what I mean? She might be getting collagen injected in all types of spots, you never know. But, yo, she, like, even her facial features and all the rest, like, everything look right about Cardi right now. Waist Yo, it's just nah. It's fake. It's every. It's something going on. She doing something. Nah, I mean, she, she not telling us. Well, no, I mean, there's like a. What do you mean not telling us? I mean, she had to postpone some show before she did the summer jam joint to recover from plastic surgery. So oh, she, okay. She told us. Like, she, one, oh, okay. One My bad. I didn't know. One thing Cardi does is she keep it real about yeah. some surgeries. The bad ones. Oh, had, that's a fizz act. That's a fizz act. The good shit she doing to fix it, and it's money. Money got yeah, her. Yeah. She talk about she wasn't getting them ass shots in the fucking in the projects and shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Right. Oh, and oh, shout out to her, man. Stylist, whoever stylist. You know, she she just look good. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, she do all of it, yo. Nah, she was here. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, just just to um talk about calling some other things that were going on. <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all saw uh. Any so anybody saw the clips of Summer Jam? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, no. That was all clips. No, that shit, that shit looked boring as fuck, baby. I mean, yeah, Summer Jam is trash now, though. Fuck, like what? What is Summer Jam for? Like, oh, oh, no, no, no. It's not. It's not that. It's not that, Joe. It wasn't. It, it, you can have a you can have a hype show and not like the, and see that everybody's hype, but you not like the music. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't nah. the energy, yo. I watched it. And I've been to every summer jam since '93 when it was holding it in. Um, it was holding the Net Stadium. I think they had one at MSG, when, but right mm-hmm. before Big died, right after he um got in the crash, right after he got in the crash with the um in the car, and I've been to every single one up until about maybe 2003 or four. So I seen what summer jam looked like from the inception to when they moved it to Giant Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It been we it, it got weak. They had I mean when they had when they had a whole Queen set up there. <clears throat> when they had a whole queen set up there, <laughs> it was um, Nikki, Nas, and uh, Fifty, and they kind of went back to back to back. That was a good show. That like I Yo. saw that it was structured well and it was good. But, but, but Alex, be real. Like ever since, ever since niggas felt like New York hip hop fell off, 
it hasn't been the same for some of yeah. you. You know what I mean? Not, what, what's the year that you said the last one you went to? He so said 2003. I said like 2000, yeah, 2003, 2004 was the last one I <laughs> yeah, went to. Yeah, that's 15 years, bro. Dogs, yo. Got no, I, listen, red and blue D, face up listen, But I'm just saying, it's still, if it, they, they, had the, they had the hits up there. You had Cardi, you had Meek, you had uh, DeVito. You yeah, had, but New um, York don't know what to listen to, yo. New York don't know what to listen nah, to. but anymore. these are like, yeah, but these are all these are all the hot artists. Nah, you got the Migos. You're not really you didn't you're not listening to what I just said. Like, yo, New York used to know what to listen to. You know what I mean? Like it used to be artists from the area. You know what I mean? Like and then like it would be like, all right, Queens had these artists and Brooklyn had these artists, and then Puff broke through for everybody, you know what I mean? Like type shit like that. And it and that used to be universal. Like it used to run the 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 world, really, right? Like everybody would just fuck with it that way. Now, some niggas, they don't know what the fuck to listen to. Some niggas listen to Bounce. Some niggas listen to, like, Joey Badass. You know what I mean? Like, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. A lot of people independent. 6 9 was running that shit. They just wasn't, you know what I mean? Remember when 6 9 hey, niggas was loving that shit. Because it was yeah. like, high right, local. And he hyped. You know what I mean? But then he, it, it, that went away. So, like, you know, New York don't know what the fuck to listen to. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, like, the lineup, and it's like, they got random folks that's like, you know, famous, but it ain't nobody like besides maybe Cardi and like Migos and like Meek and shit that's like really like killing shit. I mean, it, it seemed like a whole mix. And I don't know who the fuck go to Summer Jam now. Like, yeah. who goes to Summer Jam? Is it the kids? You still got like old heads going? Like, Nah, old heads ain't going. Yeah. I mean, unless they taking their kids, you know what so, I'm saying? So when I, say, yeah. when I say it ain't for us. It really ain't for us, and they kind of struggling for. Who it ain't for them, but I'm just saying it ain't for them neither. Like there was no, like listen, like I said, it ain't really the music. I'm just watching. I'm watching the crowd reaction. I'm watching how they rocking with what's happening on stage, and their their reaction to who's out there ain't the same. That's why I'm. That's why I'm relating when I relate it. I'm not relating it to the music. I'm just relating it to the time when I know what happened when X hit that stage. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I know what that I know what that looks like. And what you say, or when Jay hit that stage, but when I'm looking at when Cardi hit the stage, who's the biggest artist right now in New York? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always gonna be Jay, but in terms of hitting right now, but then I'm looking at Meek, I'm looking at the response to the crowd, like they just they just there. They not they not they not reacting to what's I mean, happening. The feeling is different. You gotta think. Back yeah, it's day, different now. Hot ninety seven, like when you stop going, Hot ninety seven was still a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even think that the iPhone ain't even dropped yet. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was just getting iPods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like niggas still Fact. niggas was still going to the store to cop CDs. You know what I'm saying? Maybe was doing a little bit of Napster. We was doing a lot of Napster. I'm gonna tell you how bad it is, yo. Now niggas gotta be too cool because you know everything gonna be on video. Like, I'm not talking about the people on stage. I'm talking about the people in the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, they're spending their whole time videotaping, showing that they there. Not so reacting. if somebody wilding and having fun and bugging, like, you know, you're going to be viral. So you got to chill. Like, you can't have all that. You know what I mean? Remember how back in the day, you could do whatever the hell you wanted. Invent a dance and all the rest of this shit. You can't do none of that shit no more, man. Yeah, niggas still had flip phones and shit the last five years. Facts, my G. I'll tell you what. Alex talking about 2003. I don't even remember that year, God. Fuck you, niggas. But I mean, who they really need to have on stage was El Capo. That's who needs oh, to, need to be fizzy, up there. Fizzity, dizzity. Yeah, I mean, they really need the whole team, but El Capo Act, definitely, definitely need to be on the joint beat. 
Jim Jones. I know you transitioned to talk about Jimmy Al, but before we get on Summer Jam, it would they don't n- niggas in Summer Jam this year in the past decade. Well, not the past decade, but maybe past like five. They don't deserve to have Jimmy and no part of Dipset up there. Hell no, they don't deserve it. <laughs> fuck, what the fuck is them? They, they gonna do with some no, Jimmy? But great this. transition into something like really, really dope and relevant. Talk, talk about important. It. Talk about oh. touch, you talk about nah, nah, nah. Jim Jones dropped El Capo. I was late on it. B had to remind me because for whatever reason, they didn't pop up in my joint. It didn't show up on the Apple. Yeah, yeah it didn't show up on the Apple joint to pull me, but I'm glad you did. I, 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 I'm going to come clean. I've been listening to this album over and over and over again, and each time right. I listen to it, I hear something different. Yeah. I hear something new. I'm like, damn, I missed that the first time. And that's how I like to experience albums. Like, damn, I got to go back and make sure I, I caught everything. And he gave us a real album. He gave us you know, albums right now is like no longer than damn near four, 30, 40 minutes. He gave us a whole hour of hits. Yeah. 16 songs. Yeah. Like, there was no, I didn't skip nothing. You know the shit I love, though? I love when, um, when, when it was Jimmy and Cam got on there with Benny and Conway. Jesus you know what I mean? It was Christ. like, yo, Griselda and, and, and Dipset together. That shit went so hard. I, I, I had that on repeat for a while. Like it was hard to just keep it on repeat because like there's so much other crazy shit on the album. Yeah. Like Fat Joe's on the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the more you listen to it, the better the Fat Joe track is. You know what I mean? And it was like, yo, the more you listen to the Fab track, the the more you want to hear more Fab right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was just like, yo, it was shit like that. Like it was like, oh, Jimmy, you gave us something that we felt like hearing. Like I felt like hearing this, and you gave it to me. You know what I mean? Like, I listen That's to it. Y'all, 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 y'all always hear me say, like, yo, you, they shouldn't have put this feature, or they should have put this feature. Every single fact, song fact. I heard with the feature, I, I had no problem with Like, I wasn't, I didn't feel no so I felt like, oh, that's right. Hold oh, on. Fit. Hold on. Time oh, out. Let's perfect. take a step back. It, it, it passed the Alex bar? Because <laughs> this thing is the music snob. <laughs> nah, I am. Yeah, I am. But nah, really? that shit, that shit passed my bar. At first, I thought I was like, nah, this is just me being in my old head shit. But now we don't get now, to like, enjoy anything with Alex around. <laughs> so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that this could happen. Right, but yo, cool. I was, I, but now nah, I was like, yo, nah, that fit. Like you talk about the Benny song, I was like, yo, that fit. That's perfect. The beat, the beat, and who was on it was perfect. Shout the heat makers, Jesus Christ. I know he probably ain't gonna get no money off this album because of all these samples, but then he gonna tore off this shit. But every sample yeah. that they used was perfect. Like I was even, I even found myself old school doing the shit I used to do, looking up the credits and pulling the original records. And I was like, yo, how did they chop that up like that to get from that to that? Like I was, I was all over this album from from the front to the back, from the back to the front. And wow. where you at with it? Nigga ain't listen to that shit. Yeah, he ain't Vegas and it's fucked. Terrible. Lined up with some. He was out. He was out. Ant was out there with the Johns and all that. He was out there. He was at. He was at the Wawa. Nah, no, I was not. With the Young Bulls and the Jones. With the with the Young Bulls and the Johns. Cheese eating a cheese steak. Go ahead, talk about it. I did. I did get one though. I did go to Max's. That shit was lit. You nah. out, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That was the best goddamn cheese stick I had in forever. Why? Right, so, but... Yeah. Nah, the Roost Picnic was fantastic. I can't. It's hard for me to like to really try to break it down, but I'll give a quick rundown. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if her is a new prince. 
Hmm. I don't give a fuck how crazy that sounds. No, she, they've, been, they've been saying that for years. Right, but but saying it, and then when you see her live, yeah. I, damn, she's just fucking talented. She's only like, what, 21, 22? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's real young. Yeah. She's really, really young. No, she's super young. That's why her image was the way that it was. Yeah, it was that. It was a. It was like it was a uh, black thought. There's like a, a live mixtape every year, and he picks a different artist. So, so this year he had most deaf, well, better known as Yasin Bay. Now they tore it down. Um, the only thing that kind of happened was like a little bit of a tragedy. Is uh, during Twenty One Savage set, these boys started fighting, and someone, even though they patted down and metal detected everybody before they went in there, someone thought that somebody had a gun. So everybody just started running, and like some people got trampled. I think a little kid got his leg broke. It, Damn. Yeah, it got like it got crazy. At, like for a minute. This was All right, well, 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 I don't want to call that a tragedy because I, I was expecting you to say that somebody. Oh no 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 no. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like, I, when you presented it, I'm thinking like. Yeah. Damn. No no no. I, I, let me make it clear. No one died. Oh, there was no man. loss of life. But it's just that it was. Uh, it, so it, it just was that ain't no black no, tragedy, yo. No, no. A broken leg. They ain't just no got. Black yeah, tragedy, they just got to shake it for a minute. Grab your crutches, keep stepping, you know what I mean? <laughs> you gonna, gonna tell an eight-year-old that they're cool, no problem. For sizzle, you know what I mean? You learned early, guy. Get out there. Learn to fail. Tell them it's, tell them it's above you now. Go ahead. Tell them Ann said, tell them Ann said we learned to fail, you feel me? <laughs> and because the highlight of the whole weekend was that it's the 20th anniversary of Things Fall Apart. Mm. So, they did, so, so, oh, wow. so, so they did the whole album. They brought out Common. Wow. They brought out Jill Scott. They brought out Most Def again. And at the end, like I said, you're trying to get that that Philly feeling. They brought out Beans, then they brought out the Young Guns, then they brought out Freeway, and I was like, in the crowd Damn. just went crazy for Freeway. Yeah, that's probably yeah. his first show since he um. Yeah. God bless the Freeway. Um, yeah. had the Kenny transplant, right? Ooh, okay. And having all of them out there, and just, I mean, it was just a great time for everybody. So kids out there, you saw families, everyone was enjoying themselves. People in the grass. Got a chance to see the Joe Budden podcast live. That shit was fantastic. It was a great oh, they overall brought, oh, time. They brought, on, they brought them on stage? Nah, Not like... Oh, uh, I knew they was going to be there, but I thought you were saying All right. Yeah, they had, like, they had like different they had different parts in the park, and there was one that was just specifically for podcasts, so they had, they had a, the Joe Budden show live right, right there in the park, and everybody was into it, man. It was just oh, a great time so for everybody. And I still got my tickets here on you <laughs> because I was supposed to go with somebody that, yeah, that, was stupid. that couldn't make it. And I was trying to find, man, I hit up a half a dozen motherfuckers to see if they wanted to roll with the kid. Then I ended up just saying, fuck it, because Ant wasn't trying to let me roll with him because that nigga cool and shit. I was yeah. like, I ain't gonna be out there just out there. <laughs> yo, Ant, why you ain't hollering at me, yo? Who you, who you roll with? I ain't gonna lie who to you. Who you roll with, though? Let me finish, though. Oh, yeah, true. Who, who, you, who you roll with, Ant? I want, want my man to his friend, man. We, it, I ain't bring nobody, man. It was just a great time. You, I, nigga, you had to take the same time I did. Yeah, but you, I, you roll with your man you and your friend, but you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't fucking hollering. You foul, Ant. You foul. You it's ain't a, kind of foul. It's an open park where... It's an open park where a nigga had a ticket to go into. I'm like, hey, Joe, come nah, down, to, come down to the concert where you bought the fucking ticket to. Nigga, just go. Nah, slime. You, you, ain't, you, ain't, you yes. ain't just go, nigga. Would you have just went to that shit by yourself? Lie to me. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> just a kid. You know what I mean? Damn, man. I don't want to deal with that. Yo, but real talk, though. Yo, Joe, it was the same. No, I was gonna say the same shit happened to me 
that happened to you for the summer jam that um Alex was talking about when J- when Jay brought um put um Prodigy on the summer jam screen and shit like that. Oh, I was like I didn't know Jay was gonna put um Prodigy on the summer jam screen. And, and that shit was like one that, when but... Michael Jackson was there too. Yeah, when Michael Jackson was there, I didn't know that. I couldn't get nobody to go with me, God. Like yo, I had two tickets and I was trying to get every. I was hitting everybody up, yo. It was like somebody was like, oh, I'm just gonna chill with my girl today. Like, and that was when Summer Jam was the shit. Like, yeah. when, and nobody could get a ticket. You know what I mean? And they knew Jay was going to be there, and everybody was like flaking on me. And it just, I got, I, I got just one ticket to, to take to go with me. You know what I mean? Yo, let me tell you something funny about that Summer Jam. The mm-hmm. um, like we was backstage because we had already performed. Jay was closing. We just heard niggas yelling and screaming. Somebody came running through the back talking about, yo, he just put Prodigy on the screen. But you couldn't get out to the hallway because Michael yeah. Jackson was walking through. Nigga, I looked, I said, fuck oh. that. I got to see the God, Mike MJ. Oh, <laughs> that, shit, that shit was that beat. That shit. Yo, I'm going to tell you how it happened, yo. I'm going to tell you how it happened, um, Alex. Like, all right, we out there, right? And then Jay, you know, he a cool nigga. Like, he just started chilling, talking to us, right? He was just like, Yo, I got a funny thing, you know what I'm saying? I was working on um clearances and all the rest of that. And he was like, I got a surprise for y'all. And then he like leans against the um the speaker and like puts his leg on the shit. And he's like, I got Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? And everybody like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't think niggas really believed him and shit like that. He's just like, yo, and then all of a sudden he brings Michael out. Like, and all you see is, like, bad security, though. <laughs> like, bad big niggas. I, I, you probably seen that, um. Alex, you know what I mean? It was just bad big niggas. And, and then uh, Mike grabs the mic and was like, I love you guys. And the whole place just go crazy, yo. That's all the shit. This, that's the only shit he did. And then he left. He you know what I mean? But the whole place was crazy. Nah, it was just Mike Jackson just said, I love you guys. And it was like seven big black dudes on stage, maybe eight. You know what I mean? And, like as a security. And it was big as hell. And then he just left. Like that's all that happened. And- yeah. But yo, look real real quick since we talking about like festivals and stuff like that. Um, well, I ain't gonna do all that. But you know, I'm, I, I'm with the radio station that you know, y'all. We talk about behind the scenes that I'm on. We had um, we threw like the first festival out here. Yeah, that kid, that kid, stunner for Vegas. Who's like, I, I want to say like the baby's boy. He's on his label and it's kind of his hype man when he's on the road. Yo, that dude had the whole crowd going wild. He don't got nothing. Every single thing he got is like a little John. It's like a little Johnson. It's just nothing but hype. Just nothing but nothing but straight hype. Right. That shit was crazy. But I just want to give myself that little plug because that was cool. Right. That's what's up. <laughs> Fuck you, PSN. <laughs> nah, nah. That's what's no, up, not, that's dope, but yo, that is so, awesome. So, I don't know what else to say. Like, yo, we do this pod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Alex. It's, it's Brian. It's me. I'm Joe. But. On, on, not even on the side, but you, Alex, you do a radio, you do a morning show. Yeah, and folks can hear like anywhere because it live streams on the yeah. internet. You know what I'm saying? Might and as I, well plug it. I listen to it um, many times when I'm not listening to like ESPN radio in the morning and shit. I listen to your shit and the shit clean. You know what I'm saying? And y'all got a good The music show. is dope sometimes, yo. Like, I like y'all, the music shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. And that's uh, <laughs> and it's the it's, the, it's the, the working the working man set. That's the name of the show that you want, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just it's something that uh, that's something that's different. Something that I really want to do with um some people for actually you know just to put out there some people from my church. Just something that's different than for what you normally hear in the morning, whether it be ratchet stuff or something that's kind of like a lot of 
you know what I'm saying, BS that's out there just kind of fill a void that might be different. Ain't nobody saying mm-hmm. that it's, you know, we, out, we ain't out there having church on the radio or nothing like that, but we just going in a different direction, just always pushing positivity. We ain't trying to have nothing negative. Everything is always positive, Man, Alex positive trying to have vibes. church on church, nah. on, on the radio. Way to, way to get that plug in, buddy. Right. <laughs> way to get that praise and worship in, though. No, no doubt. Every day. Every day. Hey, do you want and do you want to plug what you do? <laughs> Nigga, yo, let's move on, yo. Let's move on, yo. I work. We'll take a break and be right back. Yo, over the weekend, <laughs> somebody got washed. <laughs> we ain't talking about we ain't talking about the baby washing that other dude. We talk about we talking about uh Andy Ruiz Jr. Washing Anthony Joshua to become the first Mexican heavyweight, uh, heavyweight uh, title holder ever. Actually, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm correct. Ever. Mm-hmm. What, what round was that? And he took him out in seventh. Seventh round, and I mean, you could catch everybody seen the memes. Everybody seen his whole his whole uh, spirit leaving his body, <laughs> <laughs> getting on the plane and going back to you. <laughs> Going all around the world and everything. I mean, I, I always saw the highlights. And did you you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I got a chance to watch it. It just like the, the thing is that when you, when you look at Andy Ruiz, you, you ever seen the movie Up? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. You, you remember the little boy? Yeah, yeah. he he looks just like him. <laughs> think it called uh-huh, him SpongeBob. Uh-huh. Right, no, <laughs> that like that face and the little eyes and everything yeah. else like that. Wow, wow. And, like I said, you see him with his little soft body and everything else like that. But you got to remember that he's a professional. He's a professional boxer. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. no matter how you look, I mean, he he has hands, and I mean, he was always he was a big amateur prospect coming up for a very long time. He had one loss, and even that was kind of shaky. But the thing about him is that you know he's a, a, a little chubby guy. Like I say, he's bringing a dad bod back, but he has really fast hands. And I think Joshua slept on him. Then like, okay, this guy's a replacement. I'm going to be able to walk through him, and I'll be able to keep this water fight alive and make a whole lot of money. But Buster Douglas shit, mm-hmm. you know, man, hey, absolutely. But and not just the replacement; he was the third replacement. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. yes. And they kept trying, and they said, "Let's just try Andy." Like, okay. Let's see how this is going to work out. Like, you know, you're going to come in here. Like, the thing about Andy, like, he, he's always been big like that. So you can't tell if he's in shape or out of shape. So you can't right. be like, well, what the hell has he been doing? Like, no, he just kind of looks that way. But like I said, he, a really impressive amateur career has really fast hands for a guy his size. And I just think Joshua slept on him. Like, in the middle round, you could just see, like, Joshua huffing and puffing. Like, he just wasn't really training hard for this fight. Like, Whoever's going to be the guy ahead of him was like, okay, I'm going to make this a quick fight. He didn't expect to walk to that. He didn't expect to walk in the war. Same thing with, with Tyson, like I said with Douglas. He didn't expect to go through that that night in some random place in Japan, but it happened. But you got to give right. got to give shout-out and love to Andy Ruiz Jr. It was a great match. They're going to have a rematch. Apparently right now it's either going to be in November or December of this year. It's already yep. been signed, so that's yep. ready to go. So, But it'll be, it was an exciting weekend, man. Props to the guy, first Mexican champion. All of to him. Can't sure. wait for November. And to be to be honest, I don't, we don't need to stick on this long. But to be honest, I I wouldn't be surprised if boxing really wants Andy Ruiz Jr. to win because to have a Mexican heavyweight in Mexico is a huge supporter of boxing. For him to be wow. if he beats Joshua again, and right now Wilder is the only one really with the juice in the heavyweight division. But to have this guy step in. And be not, you know, and be Mexican. And as, as I saw on TV, 
eat a lot of Snickers all day long during every Yeah, Alex starting to sound racist the more you say Mexican. I ain't gonna lie. Go ahead. <laughs> Damn, Damn Mexican. Do that. Are you mad? Yo, listen. We gonna make that post with the Beehive. Don't try to put the Mexicans on me. I support them. They're my garners. Yo, but if he if he keep if if he can maintain oh, that um if he can maintain this title I think it would be huge for Mexico and I think it would be huge for heavyweight boxing specifically because they don't have they don't have no juice except Wilder and something between Wilder and him would be probably one of the biggest pay-per-views ever yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying or at least a big pay-per-view because I'll watch it yeah I would I would definitely I would definitely watch it even though I think Wilder would kill him but you know yeah yeah but I you know I want to see something <laughs> yeah um let's talk about let's talk about King Kawhi Kawhi yeah. Kawhi's out here taking on taking on the juggernauts yeah. little old Kawhi taking on the juggernauts on Monday good point I filed Kawhi filed a lawsuit against Nike over a personal logo that Leonard says Nike fraudulently copyrighted and that Leonard mm-hmm. designed. And that's to be more specific, it was after, right in 2011 after Kawhi was uh, drafted into the NBA, he authored a unique logo that included elements that were meaningful and unique to him. What he did was basically tra- trace his notably large hand and inside the hand drew stylized versions of his initials KL and the number he had won for his much of his entire career, number two. The drawing Leonard wow. authored was an extension and continuation of drawings he had been creating since early in his college career. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, he, that, I mean, that, that's, you know, even though Kawhi is a, is a, a quiet star, and he's very notable right now because he's in the finals, to step out with no voice... And take on the juggernaut. I, I find that interesting. You know what I think? Yeah, man. Know? You oh, okay, go ahead. It's like I mean, you could say that. I mean, he decided to jump out and take on them, but I feel like yeah. his people. I feel like Kawhi was like, "Yo, they try to copyright my logo." When his people's like, "All right, we got you." Now, I feel like Kawhi like said, "Draw up these papers." And same thing, like, though. I mean, nah, I it's mean, the same it's, thing. It, Kawhi is a machine at this point. He's he's a brand at this point. It's not like. You know what I mean? Like when you say Jordan did something, it's like not, not actually Michael Jordan yeah. did it. You know what I mean? Like Le- LeBron does something, it's not like actually Michael Le- LeBron that does it. You know, so when Kawhi does something, it's There's like a team yo, behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's like yo, y'all fucking with this brand, this this shit that we fucking with. Nah, uh uh-uh. uh. Whole whole gang, you know what I mean, got on that and was like, nah, we on your heads. You wanna bring that logo to New Balance. Facts. I mean he could bring it anywhere he wants to, and that's what that's the point. Yeah. You know, like he should be able to bring that shit anywhere he wants to because it's literally his. Yeah. And is this the first... The question is, is this the first time we've ever seen an actual logo be transferred between brands? Uh, I've never seen... I'm not sure if I've seen that they, before. And I don't know, and I'm not, I'm not a sneaker guy, but what happened when um, Kanye left Nike for Adidas. They, didn't they have to? Or his contract it was no was logo. Okay, okay. First off, okay. it was two different types of. It was two different okay. looks of sneakers, and it was no logo. Yeah. Okay, like gotcha. this is an actual logo, and I don't know. And and listen, I I'm like you. I, I don't really have any. But I, if I were to rack my brain about it, I don't know if I've ever seen a logo, literal logo, <laughs> be transferred between brands. And that's why Nike probably felt like it was in good standing um, using a logo that they had already used in, in, um, with their brand. And, and, and Kawhi was like, well, shit, I invented this. What about, uh, you know what what mean? about Shaq's logo? Shaq always, his, his, his logo on Reebok was his logo on Reebok. Well, yeah, he but he has that, he still has, like, yeah. 
and pay the ones he got in pay less right they now. They still got that big ass Shaq dunking. Yeah, do they same. have? Do they have the dunking? What's yeah. The... Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Then the Shaq. That's probably the one I could think. All right. Of. I had Shaq in my mind, but I didn't think that. I didn't know that he had someone after Reebok. Yeah. Got some bullshit yeah. ass Shaq, 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 the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm watching him right now on the thirty for thirty. I'm not. I don't know what the hell they're saying, moment. but yeah yeah, 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 I don't know what they're talking about. But oh, you know, you know what? Him. You know what? And I know we didn't we, we didn't have this on the list. Did um did Ron Artest, uh That shit was so great. I'm glad you brought it up. Matter of fact, yo, Showtime is killing it. Yeah, and, and yo, I, Alex, yeah. I'm shocked you didn't watch it because it's so clean. Like it was like Queens had their moment, um, because it was like nothing but like Queens rappers and people from Queens and shit, just like talking. No, I'm just saying, like it was like a big thing. But it was, but I'm glad that Ron got that, like, because it was, it was, it wasn't just good. It was great. It was, it was, and and ESPN is stupid for not getting it. You know what I mean? Because it was that great. Like it was just a great thing. He has a great story. Yeah, and if you and if anybody gets a chance. They should watch it. You know yeah. what I mean? It had Capone, Noriega, Nas. Like, it had Lost Boys. You know what I mean? On there. Like, it was crazy. It had everybody on there. Yeah. How long was it? Was it an hour or two hours? Um, It might have been two hours. I don't know, because it just it seemed like it was too short when I watched it, but it might have been two hours. Because there's a lot. Even if good. you just want to talk about yeah. his rebirth from the Malice and the Palace to... How he it was hip hop, and it was yeah. it was funny too. It was like it, it was like Ron understood the bad moments when he when he after he got suspended, like when he was just he was just trying to uh, um uh show like put out the the Allure album, and he and niggas was asking him questions. He's like, I don't know, but I got this album that's coming out tomorrow. Like you know what I mean, like little shit like that. Dude, shout and out was, to Trackmasters yeah. album talk. That's behind the scenes shit, but yeah. <laughs> That's wild, but yeah, now nah, I just thought about that when I um when we was talking about the logo and then I don't know why he just popped in my head about that. But these yeah, finals, yeah, these finals, I was wrong. Let me own that. Yeah, I had them up. I had them up 2-0. You about to be wrong again? No, nah, and actually, I, I, well, no, I'm saying I had GSW up 2-0, but actually, yeah, I, I think in look when you watch the games, you really came out of there thinking maybe Toronto should have been up 2-0. It should have been. It should have been. It should have been. But I want to say that myself. But I knew that they weren't. And Brian and, and we yeah. all knew how the shit was gonna go. Yeah. Yo, and yeah, you yeah, bet yeah. money because you're the you're the guy who you the type. Bet yeah. Shit. You got disposable. You got disposable income. <laughs> all right, I guess not. Yo, man, I be yo honestly, I be mad as hell because like sometimes like I because I have a habit of picking shit like pretty good, but I never bet on the shit. And the few times I decide to bet on some shit, I lose. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my own bet. So it'll be like, damn. Hmm. It's like, it was like crazy. Did, did you bet on the games at all, Ant? Nah, no, no, no. Uh, no, 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 no. I, no, I bet on game two. I'm, I put down. You lying. One twenty-eight. No, no, no. I bet on... Yeah, yeah. No, nah, nigga, you said no too many times. You're lying. Go ahead, though. No, no, not game one. Game one was like, nah, that, I, I would never bet on that because I didn't know how that was going to be. But I knew that. Nah, how could yeah. you say you didn't know it was going to be you? You was the one that you was with everybody else saying that they was gonna win game one no matter but, what. But the thing is, I, 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 my bad. Go ahead, man. Nah, it was more like I for me to really say how the series was gonna go. I want to see how game one went, and it went exactly how, how I thought it was gonna go. Toronto did everything they, they did. I mean, what Siakam shot like eighty yeah. percent. Uh, Van Vliet was hitting some crazy shit. I'm like, okay, that's great. That's not happening in the game two, and that's exactly what happened. It, it went. Yeah, but also too in, in game two, if. 
if Toronto doesn't go cold for yeah. literally an entire quarter. 18 and no run. I mean? yeah. yeah, but it wasn't even the run. It was Toronto went cold for an entire quarter. Yep. You know what I mean? And it was just like, if that doesn't happen, then this this could look a lot different. Yeah, could be going on. We could be watching, Um, first off, Clay Thompson would definitely be playing, even though he's going to play. But we'd, we'd be seeing um, Kevin Durant back. You know what I mean? He's not if that happened, we'd, we'd be seeing Kevin Durant back. You know what? I don't think so. I don't, he's not coming back. I think that. I, I think Dude, Steve. Okay, I, it's not even inside information. Steve Kerr has been saying he's been practicing now. No, he they, hasn't they, been they, practicing. They ruled him out for game three. Yeah, he has. He ruled him out for game three. No, they, Steve Kerr just said it. They came across the thing. Maybe he's like, Yo, if he just Steve practiced, Kerr's he just been... practiced today because everybody. Yeah, there's just pictures today. and everything out. He's out there in flip flops during practice. Just today, he just practiced. There's no real practice in in um the finals. No, so I, know I, mean. I know what you mean. I know. I know what you. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You know I mean? know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, like so he was he was just practicing today. So he was running and doing all the rest of this shit. Like so he could play, but guess no. what? Like it's Kirk, no. Well, Kirk came out today and said Clay is questionable. And Kevin yeah. Durant is out for game three. It's out. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I feel you. Maybe if they would have been down too well, then maybe. They would have tried to push him back, you know, because, you yeah. know, whatever. But- because you know what, Joe? Yeah. When he said Clay is questionable, do you actually believe Clay Thompson's not going to play game three? Oh, no, he's playing. Uh-oh. He's playing. And so, so it's really Kevin he Durant heard, he heard is questionable. Himself, didn't he? So, no, but really it's, it's Kevin Durant that's questionable, and then Clay Thompson is cro- probable. You know what I mean? Like, this is gamesmanship for the NBA Finals, man. And, and you're not going to play a Kevin Durant right now. Because you're it's one one back home, and you know you have home court advantage. You didn't come into the series with home court advantage, but you have it now. Yeah. So you get to play around with this one game, and you get an extra game, which which leaves you about four or five more days to rest Kevin Durant. That's all that shit is. If I told you that, if I told you without you seeing the game, if I said Steve Steve Kerr, if Steve, if um Curry didn't score in the fourth quarter, you would think Toronto won, right? No, I don't know. Uh, no. I don't know. Especially not in not in the NBA Finals. Uh, no, I don't know. But if Curry, if your number one player doesn't score for an entire in the Yo, fourth quarter, you heard what I said. You heard what I said, right? Not in the NBA Finals. Curry is known for this shit. It's the finals, man. Yeah. I don't know. Zero points is zero points is Kyle Lowry. Yo, level. I just said it. You know, no zero points is Kyle Lowry level. Zero points for a whole game is Kyle Lowry level. Yeah, yeah. Curry not scoring. Yeah, Curry nah. not scoring in the fourth quarter is not really that huge a thing to me, especially with that team. And I was just like, and and especially in the NBA Finals, I just don't look at it crazy. Is Dream right now? Is Draymond the MVP? The MVP? Yeah. And we just talking after two. Yeah. He's cool. probably. Yeah, I'm probably. Because... We're all on the same page. With that. He has a triple double, and then and then he is one assist short of a, a triple, triple double. double. So yeah, yeah, yeah he triple double, and yeah, the next game he up his points, and, yeah. and he just looks like it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's yeah. The same way like Iggy won the shit, and the same way that Dre probably would have won the shit if like then he didn't get suspended for that game or whatever. Right. It's like right. yeah, I mean, the, and then that's that's like a testament to how. You know, Golden State plays when you don't have like Kevin Durant, you know, being the super duper yeah. star. You know, it's going to move around that way. And especially if Curry isn't like laying down the hammer, like if Curry would have represented more in the second game, then he might be in the mix. But he's going to have to really ball out if he wants that shit. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, Kevin Durant will be back for game four and it'll be like he saved the day. And then they're going to have to make a hard decision on who they give the MVP to. But here's the thing, though. People say that, like, whatever the injury is that Kevin Durant had, 
Like, mm-hmm. right? Because if it was during the regular season, he might be out for like weeks and weeks and weeks and shit. The NBA like, Finals. But if if a seventy five percent Kevin Durant is going to beat the Toronto I, Raptors I, I, I in this series, people on TV, the former players, whatever, talking about Kevin Durant could come back, and if he come back too early, he could have a real deal injury that would sit him down for months. Yeah, but everybody always say that shit like all the time, right? But this is the NBA Finals, right? Listen, Kevin Durant comes back. He's at seventy five percent, right? The best scorer that we've ever seen and possibly ever in the history of this of the game of basketball, right? And he comes in and he's at seventy five percent. And even if he scores twenty four points a game, that shit is a wrap. Come on, man. I mean, how are they playing with him back? Are they playing? Are they just having- Kevin Durant is seven foot tall shooter. I don't think Kevin Durant can run. Who is injured? He doesn't have to run. So my, my whole shit is he's injured, right? So how does he? Kevin Durant doesn't play a pick and pop game. He doesn't play a. He doesn't play a move. Yo, it's it's Steph Curry and Klay Thompson that move all around that much. Kevin Durant does not move as much as the niggas that's sitting there talking about run. Run for what? Kevin Durant is seven foot tall. What is y'all talking no, I'm just about? Saying, okay, I'm just saying on this team, like people say, and I watch them, it seems like okay, oh. they give Kevin Durant the ball and he does his thing. Yeah, and those motherfuckers, they they watch. Or they like run around. That's and, what happens. That's exactly what happens. If Kevin Durant comes back all <laughs> fucked up and shit, and they give Kevin Durant the ball and he tries to do his thing, he's all fucked up. And you no, not, I'm not, not. If Kevin like Durant, this. if Kevin Durant, if they come back and Kevin Durant comes back, right, he's not gonna. He probably won't be penetrating like that. You know what he'll do? Pause. Seven feet tall, and he just shoots over you. I don't think he's coming back. I'm, I don't, I'm telling you, I, I, he's not coming back. I think I'm standing, early, oh, I'm all right, listen, man. Early I, he might come back is game five. That's about it. And I think that'll be just enough that he can come back and help them win, like, a game or two, and they win a championship, but not enough for him to come in and actually become I'm, the finals MVP. I think that fucking... If he plays three games, he's the MVP. I'm going to stand, on what, I'm gonna stand like on what I said. You just, You're wrong, com- 100%. There's if he no comes way back, Alex is right. If he, if he comes There's, back, he's giving you a Willis Reed moment, and it's okay. done. There's zero way that Alex is right. Like so, yeah. There's zero way that Alex is right. But but Joe is close to right. Like okay, now Joe could be right. What I'm saying is this: like, like, all right. But all Kevin Durant has to do if he plays three games, I think I don't like his MVP. Like, I don't think you don't think he'll play three games. I get it. He'll get a chance to play three games because. They got okay. They got three games. I'm jump. I don't know. I'm jumping ahead, but I'm just. If saying. it's two games, if it's two games, you're right. Yeah, like if it's two games, I call. That's what I think. I think he come back for like a game five and like a game six. Yeah. Be that. And the thing is, I don't even know if they're gonna need a game six because I think righteously fucking the Warriors could win these next three games if motherfuckers don't step up. Nah, hell no. Okay, yo, Iggy's hurt. Durant's not coming back. Um, Clay Thompson. Yo, Alex, you are. Yo, like you like being wrong. You've been wrong every step of the way. Every time we mention basketball, dogs, I ain't gonna lie to you, yo. And I'm trying to cut. I'm trying to stay low about nope, it, yo. But nope. like, this is the NBA Finals right now. I just want you. I that just the guy that's been two-time MVP in a row is not gonna play basketball. I need at you all. to have the same the energy finals. when the beehive is on you. Go ahead. Nah. <laughs> nah, but man, that's a crazy point. We know we don't let that be how well, shit happen. Nah, right, I swear to God, Joe, you better post that. I, I, I said, I said, I said, right to see these niggas still win the next few games and have a gentleman speak when he posts. But in reality, I see it more like they can win at least one of them games at home, 
And if they don't win another yeah. game at home, I think they could take another one in game five where I think Kevin Durant will come back in Toronto. That's how I see okay. it. That's how it goes. So I have Iguodala's hurt, Clay Thompson's hurt. Yeah. And Kevin Durant is not even playing. And DeMarcus Cousins is kind of hurt. You yeah. know what I mean? So <clears throat> Hey, listen, let man. me ask you a quick question. Who's primarily gone in Kawhi? Yeah, everybody. Everybody? Okay. So it's not is it Iggy or is it Draymond? Because I can't see no, Draymond. It was Iggy. It was Iggy. It was Iggy. It was Iggy. But but it was but it's also everybody because you know what I mean? Like they, they trying to get Kawhi in space and on bad matchups. I mean, I jumped out and I said they're gonna get Golden State getting two out of the three. How y'all see? Yeah, it? I mean, I I I think Toronto gonna have something to say about anything anybody else saying, you know. You know what I mean? So I, I think it could possibly go seven, unless Kevin Durant's back early. How long ago did he get hurt? I don't know what game that was. That was game game four in Houston. No, game three in Houston, because they gave, they gave Houston a gentleman's sweep, didn't they? No, nah, it was game five. I thought they – I thought nah, they... He, he, went down, he went down in game at the end of game five, and they won the shit, and everybody like, yo, Houston, how come you couldn't, like, hold that shit down or whatever? But then game six, they went to Houston without Kevin Durant and beat the niggas. And Jay-Z and Beyonce were sitting courtside with the owner of the uh, – the Rockets, the Stephen A. Smith, that he was there and he saw the owner fucking just get up and leave before the fucking final button <laughs> and shit like, these niggas is trash. <laughs> and then it's Damn. So gonna, on, on, on another episode, we're going to have to have a conversation about Daryl Morey and his uh, analytics, but not right now. Yeah. But we want to thank y'all for listening to us. <clears throat> Hope you got some new information. We're gonna talk, we, we got a lot of things that we need to talk about and revisit. Especially, I swear to God, Joe, if you don't post that beehive post, I swear to God. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> you can get at you can get at us on IG at, uh, at Better Than You Pod. We want all the praise, we want all the smoke. Till next week, peace. We don't want the beehive smoke, though. Yeah, now nah, we're right, one hundred. <laughs> <All right. laughs>